You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P. Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany, and I know what you're thinking about. You're thinking, Joe, Chris, where the hell were you yesterday? Well, Chris and I decided to take a day off and sit in the hammocks, and people brought us cocktails on the beach, and it was really nice. We went to Cancun for 24 hours. No, that's not what happened at all. There were only four games on the slate, and we said, eh, that's not really the best use of your time and our time. So instead, we're going to do a Thursday show for you. That's right. We're usually off on Thursday, but there's more games on Thursday. So we're going to do a Thursday show, and we're going to hopefully have that out for you uh, very early in the day, too, to take care of all your day game needs. So we took Monday off switched around on you because Chris after all we're the people show and we have to be here for the people that's what it's all about it's for the people I think that's like a wrestling thing is it not for the it people? is it's like a wrestling thing it's very cute of you to try to you know get into my wrestling world a little bit there yeah it was the rock the people's yes. champion yes that, that I know I know the rock I'm well aware he's in of movies. I don't know if you've noticed yeah he's I, I, I think I've seen him in it's a easier to movies. find a movie without the rock in it you're absolutely right about that he seems to be in everything these days but I'm a fan I'm a fan nonetheless and you're right only a few games yesterday and you know what honestly they they didn't really work out for me on my side like I was I was talking Walker Bueller on a TQE I did throw out Manny Machado but I was more on the Phillies to get it done Joe and again yesterday against Eric Lauer the, the guy who gives up the most contact in baseball is looking into his numbers and a lot of the contact is hard but here we are again Vegas giving a lot of credit and a lot of just props to Philly and all they could do is muster two runs yesterday. So just a, another team that just does not live up to expectations, and now they got to go up against Chris Paddock tonight. So it's yeah. will probably go off. <laughs> right. That, that'll be the logic. Uh, <laughs> as much as we that. talk about them, they are yeah. sitting in first place, 33-27, and 27, but still, it just – By the way, Friday night I was super close. I, I, I was super close on FanDuel with that Marquez start, boy. Oh, I had Marquez yes. the story. And man, oh man, I mean, I hit all the pay lines and I, I got paid and stuff. But I, it basically, if I had put uh, Yastrzemski in instead of the guy that I put in, I probably would have taken down a couple grand on that one. But it, wow. oh, it's just, and, and that's the had- thing, like you got to be so perfect. And it was a multi-entry and I threw one lineup in because wow. I'm a dope like that sometimes. I'm just like, nah, whatever. I like this lineup. I believe in this. And I was right. It's just that one thing. And that's what I mean. If you're going to, if you're going to hit in those big mega entries, like the, like first prize second third or whatever the big money you got to be so close now i came away pretty nice with it but at the same time oh it's amazing there's just zero room for error dude that's why i'm a cash game player i mean i love the the adrenaline rush and you know sweating it out near the end i i was talking to you on saturday yeah, 260 yeah, something I, I, I mean that's pretty clean that's oh well, trevor story got you 70 really. points yeah yeah well it's, <laughs> yeah no you were all over that marquez was a beautiful call and you know what he was actually low owned and you know in that in a lot of tournaments, I noticed, especially on FanDuel, where you just pick that one pitcher. That's why I like on FanDuel. I mean, you, sometimes you get low exposure to some of these guys, and it goes a long way if they go off, right? Because on DraftKings, I mean, you got to pick the two pitchers. But on FanDuel, you can you can really pivot off the top and and find some mid-value like you had on Marquez, and, you know, you're laughing. Yeah. All right. Now, a couple quick notes to get to. Kevin Hura got sent oh down God. for Travis Shaw, which I'm still trying to – 
yeah. get my head around that. I don't understand that. Like it's it's Completely you know annoying. like I get he's striking out, but he's he's got a good slash two eighty one three thirty three five thirty one. He's got five dingers. I mean what I mean come on now. And the only thing I could, some big spots too. I know the only thing and I had him in the Friday lineup too. As we get all right, him Fran Mil Reyes. It was a glorious lineup. Uh, but I I don't understand. The only thing I could think of, Chris, is that they're trying to play Shaw so they could trade Shaw. Yeah, I could like see they're that. trying to say, here's two weeks, go out there and play. We're gonna try to flip you in a deal so you could go somewhere else, and you got to play him in order to trade him probably, and yeah. there's the proof that he's healthy. That's the only thing I could think of. So if you can in season long, go buy some hero shares on the cheap right now because he got sent down. But dude, like I I don't understand when I look at that, what they're thinking about. And I'm more annoyed as a DFS player because he's a guy that's been relatively cheap at second base. And when guys like Altuve out right now, he was a perfect guy to kind of plug in there cheap and, you know, returning investment. And now he's gone and I'm sad. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he had hit a home run in three of his final five games. Like I said, just in big spots. I know he hit a huge one in that, you know, crazy shootout game in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I agree. I think that's probably it. They want to play Shaw. They want to showcase him a little bit. Listen, if you're Milwaukee, you know he's going to be back up for you. You're sitting atop the NL Central, 34 and 26. You have, you know, a stud team. You, you're full of superstars. You really are. You have a deep squad. You play Shaw. You probably should play Aguilar a little bit as well just to see if he can get going. And maybe one of the two can get flipped and, you know, here it gets back called back up. It, it's only obvious. Like, he's going to get called back up. It is completely annoying because he has been crushing it. If you own him in season-long leagues, I wouldn't drop him. I would just hold on to him. And you're right. And now as a buy low, there's an opportunity there to, to try to acquire him for cheap. And maybe if you hang on for a couple of days, he'll probably actually just end up on your waiver wire and you can pluck him you know for free so yeah pretty yeah. annoying but i mean you're looking at the brewers they're just they're just stacked joe i think that's it like it's it sucks to to see but he'll be back in you know probably a month or so all right and hunter dozier went on the 10-day dl uh with a chest injury so he is going to be out for a little while but the good news is david peralta who we've been pining for yes. got activated so that's good hooray yay david peralta's back in that lineup so hopefully that is a positive thing there in case you missed it this weekend too you just yeah oh, excuse me this week just yesterday was the uh, Major League Baseball draft, so uh, exciting times. New young talent, always exciting. And you know what else is exciting? A new day of DFS, so let's get at it. Let's, let's start over in Washington. Steven Strasburg is 11-5 on FanDuel on DraftKings. Uh, on the other side, he is 11-5. So am, am I seeing this right, or is this another one of these things? that, that It's, it's another one of those. Nope, it's, it's there. That's now, I'm not drunk. No. FanDuel is, yeah. again, copying prices. There you go. FanDuel, you scamp. All right. So uh, Trey Turner is 4-9 over on DK. Adam Eaton is 4-2. You know, got Soto and Rendon very expensive on, on DK, both in the mid-fives. They're taking on Reynaldo Lopez. Now, theoretically, this should be a really good matchup for Strasburg. You have to pay through the nose for it. I'm okay with it. Expensive, chalky, fine. I prefer it on probably the single pitcher site to be honest with you um just because you know, i think we can find some value in the offense there but i think he's gonna have his way with this lineup especially when you take the dh out of it what do you think about strasburg today chris yeah i like strasburg um the white Sox, obviously top three you know in terms of strikeouts striker percentage sitting right now at 26 percent. and i agree with you on Fanduel. that's what we talked about off the top i think maybe there's two ways obviously you look at it with the one pitcher you can pay up at the top and you you get a feeling like if you do spend at the very top with strasburg with guys like snell and Ryu on, you know, Paddock on the board, Castillo on the board. Maybe you just get them get Strasburg with a lower ownership because of that one pitcher. So sometimes that's the contrarian play to pay up for a pitcher, even in a good matchup. So I do like Strasburg. 
All right. Max Fried and Steven Brault uh, going in Pittsburgh here. Um, look, you know, you look at this Atlanta lineup here, and Austin Riley obviously has gone up in price, and we know that, especially on the DraftKings side. Finally, on FanDuel, he's over 4-1. So the days of the 3.8 or the 3.5 on Riley, that's going to go away for yeah. the foreseeable future. What is your take on this one here with Freed? Uh, Freed is 8.6 on FanDuel on DraftKings, 7.8. So you're getting a big discount on Freed against Pittsburgh. Uh, but I don't know. Is this kind of a trap here with this one? I don't, I don't really love this game here in any particular way. How about you? Yeah, I mean, the Braves do hit lefties pretty well. So, you know, if you, if you are looking for a little bit of value in the lineup, maybe Nick Markakis, maybe Ozzie Albies, who has struggled. You look on the FanDuel side, you know, same thing. Ozzie Albies is three and Markakis is three, three. Even Josh Donaldson's three, two. Swanson has been pretty well, good. Once Swanson went up to the two hole and Albies went down to the bottom of the order, that just significantly impacted. I mean, Albies in the beginning of the year, right in April, he was at the top and then some days it was Enciarte and then that all faded away. And then all of a sudden it became Acuna at the top. And then Swanson there, which I'd rather have Acuna in the three hole personally. Yes, but you know it's possible he could move up. You know he does move up the order with le- uh, against lefties. But I mean, you look at Dansby Swanson, and this guy's on a heck of a run right now. I believe he's got hits in twelve of his last thirteen games. He had back to back home runs over the weekend. He's getting on base in that two spot, and he's scoring runs with the guys hitting behind him. You know the Braves are an expensive stack. They really are. All their guys, you're not going to get any value. Those are just the two guys that you'll get value from like with Marcakis and, and Albies, or if you're playing over on FanDuel JD, but um, overall, I mean, I like the Braves to win this game. I mean, get the, one of the highest totals 5.2 and, you know, from a betting standpoint, you know, I was just looking early this morning, they, they opened up at, you know, minus 130. They're already minus 180. Like you got to jump on that right away before the public does, but um, it, it's not a bad option. There's, there's other options. I do like Freed. I'll probably pass on, you know, there's, He doesn't strike out a ton of guys. I think there's more upside down the board. All right, let's get on to the Yankee game here where Tanaka's in play against uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, just looking at the last couple of starts, obviously uh, they took a loss there uh, against the Padres last week. Uh, Seven strikeouts, though. Uh, He gave up nine hits, two walks in that one. So, I mean, he still put up a decent amount of points. Not great, more on the FanDuel side. So on FanDuel, he's 9.2. On DraftKings, he's 9.3. So not too much of a difference there. But look, I mean, that, that Blue Jays lineup, I, I expected more out of them this weekend in, in Colorado. And if you can't get it down in Colorado, I, right. I mean, you know, it really is an indictment on, on look, it's, it's an experience in youth and it's, and it's thin, you know, yeah. as much as people might like Randall Gritchick's power, Justin Smoke's power and stuff like that. It's, you know, those guys are better suited in lineups where there's more protection. And right now they are the protection. And I think that's not really where those kind of hitters thrive. They're more of those secondary guys. Like, you drop any of those guys in the Twins lineup, they're super exciting. Oh, for sure. But when you isolate them on their own and then you have a bunch of young kids around them, I think it becomes harder when you have guys like Jansen and Biggio and Vlad all kind of learning on on the ground. I think that's tough. That's why I like Tanaka because, I mean, you just said it. They went into Colorado against John Gray, and I think they had like one hit. They just didn't do anything against John Gray. And in Colorado, they just – Senzatella was another guy, a high-contact guy. They just couldn't – didn't get a lot of success from. So I, I like Tanaka in this spot. And, you know, he's been hit or miss. He gives up the home run here and there for sure. Um, you know, the ERA is still 3.2, even with a couple of those bad blow-ups. Like, he doesn't get into too much trouble with the walks, and the strikeout upside is there. And you go look at the board on DraftKings, and you see Tanaka price, like, basically the 10th price pitcher on the board. So, and FanDuel, I mean, 
eight or nine in there. I think he's a better value on DK and the Jays strike out. So yeah, I think he's a decent cash game option as well. All right. Now my pick of the night here, Aaron Hicks at 3.2 against Clayton Richard uh, over on FanDuel. It's a fantastic price for him. He's probably going to hit in the cleanup spot again. Oh, you know, or somewhere around there. He's 4.1 on DK. He's a terrific value. And if you want to get a stack of Hicks Torres, I, I like that a lot. Uh, you can even do Sanchez Hicks Torres too. And get, you can get it done. I, I know Sanchez is very expensive still, but even on the FanDuel side too, which is, you know, where you don't have to play the catcher, I think a guy on a night like tonight, Sanchez at 4-3 is a – you could do Sanchez at 4-3, Hicks at 3-2, Gleyber Torres at 3-7. That is a beautiful stack there against Clayton Richard in the middle of that lineup in Toronto. I love that spot for those three guys. Yeah, and for Richard, 84% contact rate headed in. So you know that the Yankees are going to be able to make some contact. And Hicks has been – he's slowly starting to turn a corner. I really do feel like that. You know, he's starting to get dropped in season-long leagues. Guys, he waited long enough for Hicks to get back. Yeah, I mean, the guy had no spring training. I mean, you know, like yeah. – I don't know what these people expect. You know, this is not like, you know, Aaron Hicks is a nice player. He yeah. is not when he dropped Tony Gwynn back in a lineup who hasn't been in a lineup for a couple weeks. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah. he's not that kind of a hitter. Like it's just, you know, he's not a hall of famer where, right. you know, like Victor Martinez, another one of the, like there's certain guys that just were just professional hitters. It didn't matter where they were, whatever they were, how long they were out. You put a bat in their hand and they just show up and hit. It's just, that's not, it's not how it works with just even good players in major league baseball Give him some time. I think Clayton Richard will help him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's got hits and he's reached base in five of his last seven games. He's got six RBI over that span. Yeah. So this yeah. is the time to own him while the getting's good, while he's cheap and in the middle of the order. Exactly. Like Manny Machado, Grand Slam last night. We've been talking with him for weeks. So you just take that discount. That's right. Be be aggressive. Okay. Uh, Blake Snell is eleven thousand on FanDuel on DK. Guess how much? Eleven thousand. Oh my. <sighs> Same price against the Detroit Tigers. No, I'll put it to you. Snell or Strasburg tonight, which way you want to go? Um, I, I, I Strasburg lean... at home, National League. Yeah. yeah. But Snell yeah. on the road against the Tigers, who are not very good at baseball. Yeah, and you know what? The Tigers actually, like, Goodrum has been a little bit better lately. You know what? I think I yeah, had a good I, game on Friday. Yeah, he did. And <laughs> they, 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 yeah, it was he five for five? They hit oh, around. Yeah, five uh, for five. Not bad. <laughs> Not they, bad. They hit around some of the Braves. Like, they were getting some runs. They were getting on base to Sirocco. Um, I forget who they played on Friday. Maybe it was Gossman or something. They, yeah, they were, they were making things happen. I think I'll lean Strasburg because the fact of the pitcher. I like that advantage. It sometimes gets overlooked. Like you don't have to face the DH. You're going to face Ronaldo Lopez a couple times. And I think that's, that's a win for Strasburg. But the, with the White Sox, like as much as they strike out, they do have guys that can really get at you. Like Abreu, Amankata, like we've yet to see the best. Oh, I definitely like the White Sox lineup better. Yeah. It, There's no doubt about that, but I'll, I'll take my shot with Strasburg. Yeah, tonight. I think so as well. It, I mean, it's no price, same thing. There's no discount anywhere. So I might as well just, yeah, I'll pay yeah. the extra two or $300 for Strasburg, which is what I have to pay. And Washington is going to get to Ronaldo Lopez tonight too. So that's obviously a plus as well. Yes. That is always a plus there. Unfortunately, it's a little expensive to get a hold of him. It's expensive to get a hold of guys like Austin Meadows and Tommy Pham too. But uh, a little bit more so on the FanDuel side, Austin Meadows at 4-4. But still, I mean, on DK, dude, on DK, he's gone through the roof right now. He is – where is he at? 5-7. Yeah, that's – expensive. You just kind of have to pass. Like, you you see the average. You see the fact that he's crushing lefties. I mean, if you can get him in there, fine. But 
I mean, 357 is what he's hitting on the year. It's, it's hard to ignore. I mean, he's got a 404 about if he's going to eventually come back down to earth. But at that point, I think you just fade him. All right, now you got the Twins going into Cleveland here. So this one should be fun. Smelter's on the mound, the uh, young lefty. He's 7.5 on DK. He's going to be very trendy tonight, I think. Yeah, uh, he he's 8.3 over on the FanDuel side. Bieber is 9.5 on FanDuel on DK 9.8. So very similar price there. Now, Bieber's a tough out. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's a dude where, you know, I understand the love for Smelter because he's so cheap, especially with guys like Snell. And guys like Strasburg being so expensive tonight, going up to the board there uh, on those guys and then having some discount. I get it. I, I understand it. But I don't know. I feel like it's a bit of a trap. I think we can do better tonight with our combined two pitchers. And I think Smelzer's going to be very popular. What are your thoughts on Smelzer? Were you impressed with anything you saw out of him in that first outing? I was impressed with his first outing, and I was actually a little bit surprised. I didn't think he'd be a huge strikeout guy. I mean, he did show that early on in his you know minor league career, like rookie ball and stuff. He was striking guys out. I mean, I think he had 102 and 90 innings once. But, you know, in 24 AAA innings, he only had 15K. And, I mean, his ERA was one That's not a good ratio. No, and his XFIP was up near 6 compared to his 1.82 ERA, and he was walking guys. So I was a little bit surprised that his outing was that good. I mean, he faced a really good team in Milwaukee. He only gave up three hits over six scoreless and 7K. I think he'll be fine, but I agree that he's going to be trendy. I mean, it's a good matchup against Cleveland. I mean, they strike out. They, they're not scoring any runs. They're just like that order is just really, I mean, Lindor is starting to come around. Still waiting for Ramirez as much as we push him. And, like, Carlos Santana is having a, basically a career year in terms of average. But other than that, it's just there's a lot of holes. So I, I agree. I think maybe don't have a lot of exposure to him because he will be popular. He's really trendy over the past week in the fantasy community. But I will have maybe one or two shares of him. I like the Twins. I'm not going to shy away from the Twins, at least on the money line. They were road dogs, Joe the entire series against Tampa and they won that series again they're heading into Cleveland I get it Shane Bieber is solid still giving up a lot of hard contact 13 home runs in the year like he you can kind of get to him take Minnesota as one of the best teams in baseball road dogs they're plus money today you got to jump on that I agree with that from a betting standpoint I I am all in on that one Uh, I will say this though I'm gonna have shares of the Cleveland offense today because I like the price I like him against the lefty uh, Lindor is only 3-7 on FanDuel. Again, this is a FanDuel play, not so much a DraftKings play. Uh, Jose Ramirez at 3, uh, Oscar Mercado at 3. So you can get some pieces there. Luplo, you know, if you want to you know, stack the Indians there, they're very cost-effective. And in tournament-wise, I think going to be low-owned, and yes. there's potential there against Smelter because he, he might only be a five-inning guy today. No, and you're absolutely right. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm looking at it, and I think there will be a lot of heat on the Twins. And I think this means opportunity, especially this is a very big multi-entry FanDuel play. So again, we like to be real specific here on the show and make sure that we're getting and targeting how we want to use guys, not just the guys we want to use, but on what site we want to use them and what kind of gameplay we want to use them. And I think Cleveland is a stack on FanDuel multi-entry to have a share of tonight because I think there's potential there, especially from an ownership percentage. I think they're going to be low owned and it's going to be um, a good return on investment potentially too, because there's not one guy on this team above three seven. The highest guy is Lindor at three seven. So you can oh, get yeah. him. You can get. I mean, you could even put Carlos Santana in there too if you want yes. to. Yes. I prefer him as a left-handed batter. Mm-hmm. But by the time that Smelter's out of this game, potentially he could, <laughs> he might be on the other side of that. Oh, you're dead on. Play and too. and you got to be contrarian again. You have to. I mean, well, this is the contrarian play of the night, I think, because it I is. think Smelter. Everybody sees the young yes. guy, good first outing. 
and it. he's super cheap, and I'm going to go the other way. Yeah, I actually like it a lot. In fact, I, I, you've kind of talked me into it. It's a smart, it's a smart play. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But you're going against the grain. And if it does work out, you are completely ahead of the curve because you're right. Guys are not going to be on Lindor or Jose Ramirez tonight. They're just not going to be. And and I think that's a smart call. All right. Now this next one, I'm just going to throw up in the air and run away. I don't know what to do about it. I have no beat on it. You could take all the numbers. You could throw them away. Because it's Madison Bumgarner on the road against Noah Syndergaard. Now, they're both practically the same price. They're both, one's 8.9, one's 9 on uh, FanDuel on DraftKings. You're paying a little bit more for Syndergaard, 9.6 as opposed to just 9 for Bumgarner. So basically, you have to pick a side here and flip the coin and try to be right. You got Cano back in this lineup, so that's a positive for the Mets. But I don't trust either of these offenses, to be honest with you. The Mets are favored in this one. Their expected run toll, 3.7 for the Mets, 3 Point three for the San Francisco Giants. I know Yastrzemski's had a decent weekend, but mm. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I want to believe in Cindergard. It's a home game. Yeah, I would lean that way, but I just have no confidence. I have no confidence in him this year, and it's, it sucks. But it's just the fact. It's where we're at with him. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, you look at their strikeout numbers, they're fine. Like the Caper Nines, both at nine, but you know, ERA that's flirting with five for Cindergard. And for Bumgarner, he just doesn't get the offensive support. It's it's weird. I was just looking into some numbers. Like, who has allowed the most hits in baseball this year? It's like these two are not – they haven't allowed the most. But Syndergaard has allowed 79. It's the fifth most in baseball. And Bumgarner has allowed 74. It's the 12th most in baseball. He's getting hit hard 45% of the time, line drive 27% of the time. Like, these guys who are usually just studs, you go up and you play them with confidence, they're getting hit. Like, they're this, there's – you look at the strikeouts, they're there, but they're also like allowing a lot of contact and a lot of hard contact. So I'm going to shy away from this matchup. I'm with you. I would lean Syndergaard because I think, you know, his team could give him a little bit more offensive support. He does have the better matchup. Like there isn't a guy in that lineup in San Fran, like a Peter Alonzo, like a Michael Conforto, or even put in a veteran bat like Cano in there. So I'm, I'm completely just going to shy away. I really am. Uh, I I have to hard pass. Yeah. And I know sometimes, you know, those games are opportunities. And sometimes we do take a side on the 50-50 game. Sometimes we have a real beat on it. But I think more often than not, especially in cash, it's better to just stay away. Just say, screw it. In tournaments, if you want to get in on that action, that's fine. I think you fade this game altogether and just, you know, just watch and hope, hope that you can get a a better read on one of these guys going forward. And hopefully Syndergaard is that guy. We'll find out. Pablo Lopez taking on Chase Anderson. This one's in Milwaukee. So, therefore, what does that mean? That means Christian Yelich is back in play. Yay! 4.8 for Yelich on FanDuel. That's almost kind of a discount for him, yeah. considering where some of the price has been. Uh, but no discount on DraftKings. He's 5.9. Oh, my goodness. 5.9 over on there. So, look. Manny Grandal, 5.2. Like, it's expensive. Eric Thames, 5. Like, oh, my. It's expensive to get any of these. It is. And this would be a perfect night for Keston Hira, and I'm mad that he's not in the lineup. What about Travis Shaw at 2.5? Uh, I'll tell you what. You know, he's the lineup builder. I get it. I've done that with Shaw earlier in the year. Yeah. Mixed results. I'm not yeah. buying it now. First game back from injury. I ain't everyone's buying. everyone's all ticked off at Shaw. No way they'll play Travis Shaw. I mean, he I agree, probably not his first game back, but I think it's he may be somebody to talk up about this week. He may be somebody to talk about this week. He's feeling the kid. He's feeling the pressure. Like he's gonna have to put together a good few games here to to stick in the lineup. Whether that's a good thing or not, sometimes the pressure can get to a guy and and you just you know struggle even more. But he's probably somebody to keep an eye on this week. 
And not only that, but then Mustakis moving back and forth around the field too. Yeah. You know, so now you got him moving back to second base and all that nonsense. So that being said, let's take a little time for the Marlins and give them some love over here because Harold Ramirez has been tremendous. He really has. I mean, let's talk, I mean, you know, in our home league here, in my home league that I run that you're in, I picked up Harold Ramirez and I spent a lot on him on fab. And the first couple of weeks were rough, but I, I hung in there because I figured, well, they have no reason to send him down. No. <laughs> His nope. lineup is terrible. And it looks like the kid's been figuring it out. And I just want to point out, FanDuel 3.2, he's more expensive on DK. He's four. They're giving him the respect he deserves. But Harold Ramirez has had a pretty good season so far when you consider, you know, rookie season, bad team, no line of protection, all these things. I think he's shown you that he belongs in the major leagues. Yeah, I mean, he's hitting 373. He's getting on base actually every single game, and he's actually driving. A ton of multi hit games over the last month, too. Ton. Yeah, a ton of them. Yeah, for sure. Over the last two weeks, he's been actually one of the better players. It, you know what? He's actually ranked 15th on Yahoo. Wow. That's including pitchers. He's the 15th ranked fantasy player over the last two weeks, thanks to a 415 average of 456 on base percentage. He's got 10 RBI, 22 hits and 11 runs. So, I mean, he's getting on base. He's scoring runs. He's a value. We talked about the Miami squad last week when they were all under 3K on FanDuel. And, and you know, Chase Anderson is nothing special. He's a guy that, you know, typically gets lit up at home. Um, and he's a guy that gives up some fly balls, gives up some home runs. Last year, over 82 innings of 5.03 ERA at home compared to a 2.74 ERA on the road. So don't be surprised if Miami, you know, gets to him. Yeah, look, I think tonight's starting to stack up as a night of oppos. It's a, it's a night of contrarian place. I already, you know, talking about the Marlins here um, and talking about Ramirez. I'll tell you what, Alfaro in that ballpark I like a lot. If you're going to play, you know, I got to play catcher there. Uh, I would certainly keep him in play. So to me, it's those two guys, um, that Cleveland offense. I think there's opportunity for tournaments tonight. You can play the safe option there, you know, go your Snells and your Strasburgs and all those guys. And I'll tell you what. Some of these offenses we're talking about fit in well if you want to take one of those cash game arms and put them into tournament lineups. Yes. Because yes. you can actually fit them it. in here. And I, and I think that might be the way to go. That's how this – that's kind of stacking up here tonight, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, I, made I did. Joke, and it's a DFS joke. <laughs> they said stack. Oh, man. That's All right, Jeff Hoffman. <laughs> Colorado Rockies and Jeff Hoffman take on Kyle Hendricks. I love Hendricks at home. I really do. Colorado's been hot, though. And they were even better on the road before they went back to Colorado. So I'm going to stay away from it with the price of Hendricks at 9.5 over on, on FanDuel. I think that's, that's just too much for me. Uh, excuse me, on, on DK. On FanDuel, he's even more. He's 10.2. Yeah. I can't get behind this at all, Chris. I'm no. sorry. No, I, I agree. He's a better pitcher at home. He's a good ratios guy. You know, he does give up a lot of contact, but most of it is on the ground. I just can't get there either because I just don't see the strikeout upside. Kyle Schwarber, you know, his price is continuing to increase, 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 but I still think he is a decent value, you know, especially over on the FanDuel side. I mean, he's been leading off for a couple weeks now, and he's getting on base. He just looks more comfortable at the plate. He's hit a couple home runs. So, I mean, if you're looking at him at 3-5 on FanDuel, I mean, he was 3 for the longest time. Time. And then on DraftKings, he's now up to, to 3-9. Carlos Gonzalez, we've been down this road with him before. Um, he's 3-3. He was inserted. He played his first game with the Cubs yesterday. Didn't do a whole lot at the plate. I think he had a hit, but he had a terrific catch in the outfield. He's going to get inserted into that lineup right around that five spot. I'll take a shot on him. He's 2-2 on FanDuel. I mean, how could you not? Yeah, I mean, come on. Let's, let's, let's get in there. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Let's find a way to make it work there. 2-2. Uh, Jeez. Yeah. Yikes. It's just too cheap. I mean, you know what, though? I'll tell you what. 
I, I get that. I get that concept, especially if you're in a cash game where you're just loading up on everywhere else and you're going to take one punt play. Yeah. But I don't have much faith in Carlos Gonzalez at this point. He's, he's starting to reek of the oh, guy yeah. hanging on at the end. Definitely. I, will, I would agree with that. I mean, like Kendrick Morales is that like when these guys start playing for like three teams in one season, <laughs> that's always a giant red flag of like, all right, this guy, it's, it's time to hang him up, bro. It's been you a don't like season. the Carlos Gonzalez revenge game tonight? No, I don't either. And I, there's a reason he's, he's moved around a lot. I mean, he that's actually the revenge narrative is actually one of the better ones. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the better reasons I could get behind him to tell you the truth. I, I, guys, I mean, just maybe one lineup as a punt play. That's it. I mean, I don't expect a whole lot. All right, Dylan Bundy against Drew Smiley in Texas. Oh, now, here's some fly ball pitchers. Get out your get out your money. Now, here's the here's the rub with this one though. Joey Gallo went out with an oblique injury, so he's going to be out. Yeah. God knows how long. They say it's going to be less than Aaron Judge, but we'll we'll see. Yeah. We'll cool. see what happens. I mean, Aaron Judge, we're still waiting on, and that was that feels like it feels like years <laughs> waiting on Aaron Judge for some reason. I don't know. It does. But, but I'll tell you what. I, what I do know is that Chu, Elvis Andrews, Mazzara, Hunter Pence, and a guy that has had a great season that we don't talk about enough. On FanDuel, 3.9 for Chu, um, two, uh, excuse me, 3.5 for Andrews, 2.8 for Santana. Mazzara's at 3.6. Pence is at 3.9. Estrubo Cabrera's at 3.2. Odor's 2.6. I think he's a tournament option as well. All right. So Odor's in there too against. Uh, definitely, Texas Ranger stack is going to be super popular. I don't think it's wrong. Like you can I go just, the other way, too, and go Baltimore if you want. I mean, you can get a better discount on guys like, I mean, VR. Not on DK, you can't. On DK, no, the, the DK Baltimore guys are more expensive on DraftKings than the Rangers guys, and I'm freaking out about it. Yeah, that, that, acts, that is a bit much. I mean, I know Baltimore just wrapped up a series against San Fran, and, you know, they hit some home runs, but – um, yeah, that is a bit much. Over on Fando, I think there's a little bit better of a discount. You know, Renato Nunez is – I mean, he's got seven bombs against lefties so far. He's 3-6. I like him a lot. I was thinking about my home run call. I might go another way. But for Smiley, 48% fly ball rate, a 56% hard hit rate. That is the top mark in baseball, a 26% line drive rate. So as much – as bad as Bundy is as well with the bombs and the fly balls, Smiley is is just as brutal, if not worse. So – I think there's going to be a lot of run scored in this game. It's just trying to find out some of this value. You're right. We don't talk about Hunter Pence enough. Cabrera has a, is a, been a great bat. Andres has had a, has a very solid – Chew is – man, I can go so up and down this What's the expected lineup. total in this one, 11? Yeah, the expected total is – yeah, it's, it's 11. I'll take the over. Yeah, for sure. Jump on it now uh, because yeah, that's going to go up to 11 and a half, 12 before. Yeah, know. I'm going to take, take the over right now if it's still at 11 anywhere. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I feel good about it. Let's, let's go rock on. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, where we hope continues to put things in the right direction, is going to take Glenn Sparkman on. Oh, here we go. I know Spark. people enjoyed my Glenn Sparkman joke last week. I got a couple <laughs> tweets about the Glenn Sparkman. <laughs> That's really... what you should have. <laughs> <laughs> so Glenn Sparkman took some time off from his uh, other career as a um, as a owner of the strip club where Genesis Cabrera works, and uh, Glenn Sparkman is going to be uh, 5.5. Eduardo Rodriguez 8.1 over on Fanduel on DK. He's going to be eight. So Eduardo will be popular tonight because I think people looking for the W people looking for the return on investment there. The, you know, obviously the Red Sox are going to be a heavy favorite in this one against the Royals, even though it's on the road. So I understand the love for him there. I get it. Offensively there's, I want all my, my balls are in the basket with the Texas Rangers and the Orioles. That's, you know, and some of the other stacks we talked about anything else from this game you want to talk about? Um, no, I think, you know, Devers and Benatendi at 3-6 and 3-7 on FanDuel. That's interesting to me. Javis, 3-3. Right. I mean, Sparkman only lasted an inning 
last time out. He, he had four runs in, in one inning against the White Sox. So those are just a couple value bats in that lineup. Yeah, right. All right, Cincinnati uh, against St. Louis. Now, uh, there could be some weather issues in this one, so just keep an eye on that. Luis Castillo is at 10K against who? Genesis Cabrera. So you see the strip club is definitely shut down for the night when these – because I love that that's a part of the running joke now is because they're on the same schedule, those two guys. I know, it's amazing. And, and you know, one's in Kansas City, one's in St. Louis. Yeah, it works out perfectly. I just want to point that out there. Yeah, it's down the road from each other. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's uh, just, there's, there's a, there's a place in between where these guys work. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, the, the tough part, I love Castillo I, I, on the road against the Cardinals. I love less compared to, I mean, you're getting a thousand dollar discount. So the thousand dollar discount I'm okay with, if you're going to fade Snell and Strasburg, I just really like the matchups for Snell and Strasburg more. So I'm willing to try my best to get those guys in there especially with Ryu on the board too, with that same amount. Ryu's just been lights out and he's taking on Taylor Clark tonight. So that's another one where to me, give me Ryu number one, Strasburg number two, Snell number three. And then even though you're getting a thousand dollar discount, even though it's a fade and you could save some money and stuff, I I think you can get away with it. And I think you, I think Castillo's a hard four here right now with that group. Yeah, I think he's definitely a tournament option. I'm not going to have a lot of exposure to him though, Joe, you know how I feel about the Cardinals. Some, yeah. some walks lately, you know, four walks in his last outing, three the one before that. He walked five against San Fran. Like, I know his upside is there. And I am interested in the fact that we'll probably get him with a low ownership tonight in St. Louis. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of shy away. I'm going to spend up for the Snells and, and the Strasburgs. I'm going to go that way. And in that price range, I like Tanaka. Yeah, Ryu's 11-2 on FanDuel, 11-3 on DK. So, no price difference there. Welcome back, David Peralta. You get Hyunjin Ryu. I can't even use you tonight. Because you're getting real. And I'll tell you what, I don't care if it's shocked. I don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. I, I wonder if we were maybe fade away from Rio. No, no, there's no chance. Eh? It's, for I'm me, no. For the top six hitters um, against lefties, all Diamondbacks. I mean, uh, fine. Escobar, Marte. Um, yeah, they Good. all, I mean. Maybe they, there'll be less ownership on Rio. Maybe. That. That's what I'm thinking. All the nerds will be crunching those numbers. And yeah. meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk give me give me again the ryu strikeouts to walks for the year oh man it's i, off the 7, top of my head, I don't know but it's like it honestly it was like um just over a hundred to like less than 10 over a hundred yeah. innings like that's a that's a strong well, and any other reason better too, at home than on the road but still it, it is I'll, I'll tell you what if if you want to take the only thing that uh, the guy will make the case for is strasburg over him at home tonight i'll make yes. the case for strasburg at home over ryu tonight that's fine but Taylor Clark? No, it's not that oh, Taylor Clark's a bad young pitcher. He's not. He does have some upside. But yeah. I don't expect Taylor Clark to go very long in this game, and I expect this Dodger lineup to just pound on Taylor Clark. And yes. if they don't, Taylor Clark's still going to be out of this game come five and two-thirds. Exactly. And then that bullpen is going to come in, they're going to pound that bullpen. So either way, I just like – Look, it's just tough not to like. Oh, I know. Do- Dodgers money line, obvious. Yeah. How how about the comeback down to earth for Frankie Montas' salary after last week? Eh. On Whoa. on um on Fanduel, but on, on Fanduel, but look at DraftKings still ten point four. Still ten four, and he just played the Angels. I mean, they were patient with him. They got some walks. I mean, I was talking right, about we faded him in that game, and we were one hundred percent right. And dude, I'm looking I'm at not this. going back to him. I'm not going back to him either. Oh, Why would we do this? I don't want him to be my one pitcher on Fanduel. Absolutely not. And I'm not spending ten four. Like, there's no chance. Like, even in the late slate. There's no chance I'm going this way. I'd rather go Paddock or Eikhoff against the grain. Chris Meany, you've said it all. There's nothing left to be said, except yeah. do we want to talk about the fact that Mac Olsen is only 2.9 on FanDuel tonight. 
And as good and Matt as Chapman's 3.7. Simeon, ludicrous. Chapman, 3.7. Olsen, 2.9. Chris Davis, 3.6. If you're not in on the A's tonight, I don't know what's wrong with you. Right. And as good as Griffin Canning has been, he's due for some regression. He really is, guys. I've watched basically every one of his starts. A 3.06 year. But they're starting to see him more, too. This is the second time they're seeing Canning also. A 90% strand rate, a 48% fly ball rate. Absolutely. You get in some of those fly ball hitters. Chris Davis, Matt Olson, Matt Chapman. It's a great stack. It really is, especially in the evening. That's the way to go. All right. Now, I'll ask you another question. Is Paddock the the $10,000 fade from all the top guys who are 11 from the Snell Strasburg Ryu group. Cause I said Castillo and eh, less so against the Cardinals. You kind of were on board with that is Paddock. Yeah. The guy against this Phillies. I say, yes. You're yeah. Fade three. That's the guy to fade for. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, he has been pretty good. Not as good lately, not as crisp, but hard hit rate third highest in baseball. So, I mean, as much as I, you know, is all over the Phillies, I'm not saying to stack them, but I'm just saying to kind of maybe go away from here. Honestly, I'd maybe go the other way with Jared Eikhoff. I know he's struggled lately with the home runs and fly balls, but the Padres have a top three strikeout rate. I mean, if you're looking for a cheap option in the evening, like I'd much rather play Eikhoff against San Diego than Montas against the Angels at that price. I'd rather save myself 3K and then stack up on some other bats. All right, fair enough. And uh, the only thing left here is Wade Miley against uh, the Seattle Mariners. We're not big Wade Miley fans here, obviously, no. on the show. And uh, look, in Seattle, yeah, not really not really loving the, the game from a price perspective and return on investment with the bat. Everyone is appropriate pricing. There's no discounts. There's nothing really to offer here in terms of lineup building. But there's a ton with the A's. There's opportunity with the Marlins. There's opportunity with uh, the other side. What you talked about Baltimore. Yeah, Texas is going to be chalky. That's okay. Uh, but there's a lot to like. Even Cleveland tonight, I think, is very much in play. So there's a lot to like tonight in terms of offense. We talked about, just to recap, too, uh, Ryu and Strasburg kind of 1-1A one tonight. Snell just a notch below because he is on the road, and sometimes you got to take that into account. Um, you know, And, look, Ryu's just been insane. It's just He's been so ridiculously good. Uh, Montas, we're staying away from. We're fading away uh, also uh, from Kyle Hendricks. And Smelter's going to be super popular tonight. He is, yeah. I think there's some oppo love for Shane Bieber. I really do. We're running away from the Mets and Giants, and so should you. And that means, Chris Meany, we come to the point in the show where there's only one thing left to do here, and that is call our shot. So let's get back at it, and let's get on track. I'll go first, and I'm going to go out on a limb. Sometimes I, I don't like to get fancy. Sometimes I do. Mm. And today I'm going to put my fancy pants on, and a guy that we've highlighted all day here on the show, and that's Harold Ramirez in Milwaukee. Woo! Going yard against Chase Anderson or whoever else they put in front of him. That's my shot. Who are you calling your shot with, my friend? Oh, man. Fancy pants, Joe. I wish fancy I could pants. get his Ramirez. Do it. Yeah. Um, Ooh, right, I'll, I'll yeah. try to. I, can't. I, I like Juan Soto. I, I like Juan Soto. I was going to go a little bit different with Nunez. Oh, that's a good one. Tomorrow. I like Juan do. Soto. I know he's super pricey. There's a bit more of a discount on Fandle at 4-2 against Ronaldo Lopez. I mean, he really has struggled against left-handed bats and just looking at some of the slasher. I mean, yeah, a 313, 401, 567, and 404 Woba against lefties. So I think Swato uh, – I think he's going to Swato one out of the park. Is what I was like, oh, Juan Swato. I see what Juan you did there. Swato deep to left. Let's Hashtag go. Juan Swato. Chris <laughs> Meade doesn't have a speech impediment it's just a clever nickname all right so from a betting standpoint 
what you're going to recap for us real quick to what you people so there's a lot of big favorites on the board today guys but don't be afraid to take like teams like minnesota you know it maybe atlanta by two to get a little bit more value tampa by two but i do like uh, the twins right now as road dogs i like the cardinals as as home dogs as well in the dodgers by two the Red Sox uh, by two. Like, I, I think you really have to, if you're looking for some value, you're going to have to take some shots and pick these teams by more than one run because there's just, like I said, like it's just some heavy favorites on the board today. I think there's some value with Oakland on the road in LA and Milwaukee at home. I think that's a good spot for them as well. All right. So you can follow us on uh, the Twitter machine at LineStar app at Joe Pizapia 17 that Chris Meany. Make sure you're downloading that app as well and utilizing it just try the free version and play around with it and see how great it is because it is truly awesome the app is just killer and get at that right away uh and look i mean chris we're gonna be back on thursday so you guys don't worry we'll be back wednesday and this week a thursday show so keep that in mind because i know a lot of you missed us on monday wondering where we were we were just taking the day off with four games because there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. But that's okay because I'm sure tomorrow we'll bring a whole lot to talk about. We'll hold ourselves accountable. We'll talk about what we got right, what we got wrong. We'll talk about Juan Suato and everything else you could possibly imagine. Maybe even some rock films because as I'm looking at rock films, I haven't seen many rock films. I didn't see Baywatch, Rampage, Jumanji. Oh, oh. Hobbs and Shaw, I know. is It's not Travis Shaw, I know. Oh. It, it's it. Uh, a that's couple of those good. are decent. A couple of those are good. I haven't seen Moana. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen. Uh, you know, I, I I saw the Scorpion King. That might be the. Old, I, haven't I haven't seen, seen Walking Tall. Um, I haven't. I haven't, seen I haven't that so there, so it goes. Like pretty much. We got, we got I, some watching to do. I, think. I, I protest. Uh, okay, GI Joe, the second GI Joe I saw, because I'm a mark for that. Other than that, man, not a lot of rock films. He's box office poison. Yet he still keeps getting movies. Uh, apparently, because uh, I don't know, maybe he's not box office boys. Maybe I'm just not interested. <laughs> Probably what it is. Uh, but we're interested in you, and we'll be back tomorrow to chat DFS and all things baseball with you. For Chris Meany, I'm Joe Pizapia. That'll do it for us. There's only one thing left now, and that is to step out of the on deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.